It's Friday, September 2nd, 2022. Happy Labor Day weekend and welcome to episode 18 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, Bill Pye exits the race for city council, a heat wave hits the Bay Area, steps you can take to combat the drought, and the algae bloom takes a devastating toll on fish. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, in an exclusive statement released to the Alameda Post, candidate Bill Pye has announced that he is exiting the race for city council. On August 24th, Alameda police responded to Mr. Pye's residence on Bay Farm Island. Police records show Mr. Pye was arrested on a misdemeanor battery charge. As police activity is public record, the arrest was quickly picked up and shared on various social media platforms. In his statement to the Post, Mr. Pye said, quote, I will state categorically that the charge is completely false and that I am 100% confident it will be dismissed soon. However, when it comes to the campaign cycle, the timing could not have been worse, so I am withdrawing. End quote. This leaves five candidates vying for two seats, incumbent Tony Desog, as well as Paul Piasterian, Hannah Grochi, Tracy Jensen, and Jim Odie. As a reminder, should Councilmember Trish Herrera-Spencer win the mayoral election, the third-place candidate would serve the remainder of Spencer's council term. As part of our commitment to complete election coverage, we are pleased to announce our inaugural Candidates Forum. Make plans to be at the Mastic Senior Center on Saturday, October 15th, when we will present two consecutive forums, one for the mayoral race and one for the council. Each forum will consist of six questions. As the event gets closer, we'll be asking for your help in determining the questions that matter most to you. We will be recording the forum and posting it online in playlist chapter form soon after the event so that everyone will have an opportunity to hear the candidates speak. You can find all of our election coverage at alamedapost.com election. This Labor Day weekend, the Bay Area is set to be hit by a heat wave. Beginning on Saturday and continuing through Monday, the National Weather Service has issued an extreme heat warning for all of the Bay Area and the Central Coast. Inland areas may see triple digits. Here on the island, some forecasts are calling for the mid-80s, although there has been some disagreement between computer weather models, so there is a possibility we will remain cooler. It all depends on the behavior of the heat dome, a high-pressure system that is capable of overcoming the natural cooling effects of the marine layer, the ocean-chilled air that typically keeps the Bay Area cooler than the surrounding area. What makes a Bay Area heat wave problematic is the relative lack of air conditioning in many homes. Here on Alameda, if you are in need of a break from the heat, the city recommends a visit to one of the library branches. While it may be easy for many to dismiss the dangers of heat, it is worth noting that since 2018, more Americans have died from heat-related issues than any other extreme weather-related cause. For a look at conditions, head over to alamedapost.com slash alameda-weather. You'll find current readings from right here on the island, as well as a five-day forecast, title information, and more. Last week on the Postcast, I briefly mentioned the incentives that East Bay Municipal Utilities District was offering to replace your lawn with drought-resistant native plants. This week at alamedapost.com, Liz Barrett takes an in-depth look at the resources available to make that transition. The historic drought has caused a number of problems, but here in the East Bay, folks are paying attention. In the first six months of the year, we reduced per-person per-day water consumption to an average of 60 gallons, which is 22 gallons below the California average. Look for Liz's article at alamedapost.com. The hot weather and continued drought have added to another problem. 
the ongoing algae bloom that has turned the waters around Alameda and beyond to a brown soup. The bloom is being referred to as the worst in memory, and it has now produced an even bigger problem, a major fish kill. While the problem has been most notable at Oakland's Lake Merritt, dead fish are showing up throughout the Bay Area. Scientists are studying the exact cause of the deaths. Suspected factors include toxins from the algae that affect fish gills, as well as depleted oxygen levels. The bloom is not necessarily harmful to humans, although skin and eye irritation are possibilities. It is strongly recommended that dogs be kept out of infected water. Details at alamedapost.com external. Despite the heat wave, believe it or not, we're only about three weeks away from the beginning of autumn. Of course, if you've walked by a coffee shop lately, you know that one of fall's signature flavors is already upon us. Pumpkin. Our resident health and fitness coach, Denise Lum, has something in common with Linus Van Pelt. They both love the great pumpkin. In her article, Let's Give Them Pumpkin to Talk About, Denise extols the health benefits of our surprisingly nutritious gourd, along with sharing some tips for new ways to use the versatile vegetable. Denise also... Uh, squashes the notion that dad jokes are just for the guys. Find her article at alamedapost.com features. Our popular walking history tours take a break this holiday weekend. Dennis Evanoski will be back on Saturday, September 10th, to kick off Alameda's Parks and Their Neighborhoods, a three-part look at how various Alameda neighborhoods grew up around our parks. Godfrey, McKinley, and Longfellow will be the focus for September, with stories of airports, luxury hotels, and beautiful estates. And, of course, we'll talk about a few controversies. For a preview of what Dennis has in store, visit alamedapost.com history. To sign up for the tour, visit alamedapost.com tours. If you sign up for all three tours in advance, you'll save over 10% off the individual ticket price. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Unless otherwise noted, details for these events can be found at alamedapost.com events. Altarina Playhouse continues their run of It's Only a Play by Tony and Emmy-winning playwright Terrence McNally. This behind-the-scenes story shows what happens at an opening night party as members of the creative team await the reviews of their just-opened Broadway show. Reviewers have said Altarina's production is very funny and reminds us how beautiful imperfections can be. Catch the show Friday or Saturday night, or check out the Sunday matinee. There is also a special added showing the evening of Thursday, September 8th. The Food Bank Players' production of Shakespeare's Hamlet returns this weekend. Last weekend's performances were canceled due to an outbreak of COVID among the cast. But now you can catch the final two performances at the Healing Garden Space on Webster Street this Saturday and Sunday at 5.30. Admission is free with donations accepted. All proceeds benefit the Alameda Food Bank. This coming Tuesday, September 6th, Bike East Bay presents a free, bike-friendly driver workshop. This class is designed to help drivers understand bike safety from a driver's perspective, including turn conflicts, managing speed, and the safe way to pass a cyclist. The workshop will be held at the Alameda Free Library on Oak Street. Here on the postcast, we feature events that are happening in the next few days. To mark your calendar a little further down the road, be sure to check out our local arts roundup. From a fundraiser for the Boys and Girls Clubs, to the circus heading back to town, to a new protest song featuring a few names you might recognize, head to alamedapost.com features. In Alameda news around the web, in pandemic, we became sadly accustomed to stories of restaurants closing. 
It's always good to know that new locations are opening to fill the gaps. As reported by the Oakland side, two new restaurants opened last month here on Alameda. Post readers will be familiar with Island Savoy Market on Lincoln. They've begun serving coffee, tea, pastries, and more, along with adding grocery items that keep the focus on local. The other new opening, the Lemon Drop on Santa Clara. Located in the former Lemon Tree location, the new cocktail lounge just had their soft opening. They're poised to add food service soon as they begin the next chapter for this iconic Alameda location. Details on these and other new restaurants in the area at alamedapost.com external. If you've purchased a mattress, you've probably wondered about that $10.50 fee collected for recycling. Now you can finally take advantage of that if you need to dispose of a mattress or box spring. That fee is funding collection and recycling efforts that allow Alameda County residents to drop off up to five mattresses and or box springs a day at Waste Management's Davis Street facility in San Leandro. The items will be disassembled, materials reclaimed for recycling. For a full list of what's accepted and what isn't, visit alamedapost.com external. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and will never sell or give your personal information to anyone. Don't forget, you can support the Post by becoming a member. There's a support level for every budget, but rest assured our content will never move behind a paywall. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. As we celebrate this Labor Day, please take a moment to remember the true history of this holiday and honor the sacrifices of those who made it possible. Also, whether you're staying on the island or hitting the open road, slow down, look around, and be aware. I'm Scott Pure. I'll be back next Friday with Episode 19 of the Alameda Postcast.